up, my people? This is Dustin Stelzer with another episode of Journey to Master. And recently I got a uh, comment and somebody was asking me what are the different types of electricians. Like they heard that there were some people that do industrial and some people that do construction. And um, so I wanted to do something that just kind of lines out generally what kind of electricians are out there. Um, I'm not going to hit everything, every type of electrician. Um, but for the most part, when somebody says, I'm an electrician, there's like six things that they're talking about. There's, of course, guys that do like automotive wiring and marine wiring and people that do solar and stuff like that. But they're not really electricians. Um, they just do things that are around electrical, uh, you know, in the electrical segment. But the actual types of electricians um, in Texas, at least, again, there may be more in other states, um, but in Texas, there's a lot of different licensure. You can even be an, an appliance appliance installer or you can be a sign electrician, um, but I'm not even going to cover those things because those aren't just like, those aren't what I would call what we all think of as electricians. So for an electrician, um, there's really two main market segments and that's going to be construction or service. So construction is obviously like constructive. It's, it's building things. You know, you're more of a, a craftsman. You're taking nothing and you're wiring a whole bunch of stuff. You're running pipe, you're wiring a place so that it will be something. Um, construction is, you know, like a new house is going up. And so once the house is framed up, you get in there, start wiring things. And then once all the sheet rocks up and everything like that, you go and hang all the light fixtures. That's pretty much the gist of construction. Um, the uh, there's a bunch of different segments of you know like where you can do that, but that is construction. A lot of it is working with your hands, being uh, constructive, having to have kind of an aesthetic eye and looking at things and trying to lay things out. Um, it doesn't require as much code knowledge, I would say, as being a service electrician. Um, but it's more building things. And so that's why I say it's more constructive. It's more like a craftsman, really. Um, service, on the other hand, the generally service electricians have to know a lot more about electrical theory and they're a lot more code knowledgeable because they're running across problems every day. So a service electrician is going to be somebody who um, walks into a situation where there's a problem. It's an existing building, an existing, you know, store or something. It's not building anything new. It's all just servicing equipment that are, that's going wrong. So like, I don't know, you could be working at a Walmart one day and Walmart, all their lights are out and you have to go in and figure out why their lights aren't out and a breaker's blown up and you got to come up with a breaker um, and replace it or somebody's house, you know, like something stopped working their dishwasher doesn't work anymore. So you have to go in and fix it. Um, but it's two very, very different segments of the industry, both just as equally important and both have big time pros, big time cons. So within those two market segments, construction and service, you also have three sub segments, basically residential, commercial and industrial. Um, so you can do construction in industrial or you can do service in industrial. So there's really like, if you take the three and three, there's really like six directions you could go as an electrician. Um, I think hitting all of them and trying to do all of them and gaining knowledge in all of them is going to make you much better, you know, a more well-rounded electrician. Um, 
but some people find that like all they want to do is wire massive custom homes. You know, they like going into a, a multi-million dollar mansion on the lake somewhere and like having all this crazy design work and everything's flawless and there's lighting control and there's, you know, just crazy systems, but everything has to be really neat and perfect. Um, there's some people that all they like doing is lighting control. They like going out to, uh, um, in a service environment, they like going out and fixing parking lot poles and getting up in a bucket truck and having to figure out why this, you know, bulb isn't working or whatever. Um, so that's more of a commercial thing. Like generally with residential, residential is a lot of fun. Um, that's what I started doing. I started doing a small scale, you know, just wiring houses. And then I got up to doing massive custom homes. And that's really what we specialized in. Like the first four years I was an electrician, I just did large scale custom homes and it was cool as shit, man. Um, I like the constructive atmosphere. I like, you know, like making everything really neat and laying out a room and thinking about the lighting and how the light's going to hit the walls and thinking about the convenience of somebody actually living in that home and how to make it, you know, the most convenient for them with custom homes. People have big budgets, so a lot of things change all the time. So you're constantly going in before the project is fully built and you're having to deal with a bunch of changes and a bunch of new things that, that happen a lot. So that's one kind of like frustrating thing about it. Um, but there are guys that all they do is residential construction. Um, commercial construction is a little bit different. Most of the time with commercial construction, you're dealing with um, retail shops. You're dealing with like mechanics. Um, you're going into shopping centers, dentist offices, um, businesses really. Um, so it's a little bit different than, uh, than residential. The materials are different. So you're dealing with, you know, different kinds of, uh, wire things are heavier, dirtier, you're cutting metal and trying to put things together that are metal. Um, so it's a little bit different in how you do everything. The codes seem to be a little bit more lax with commercial. Um, you know, like in residential, there's like so many different codes that you have to meet. Um, special kinds of breakers that you have to put in and certain circuits that have to have ground fault protection and things like that. With commercial, most of that's just lined out on the plan. So when you're building, uh, when you're building a, a commercial building, most things are already spec'd on a plan. All the breakers are already lined out and everything. So it's kind of easy just to flow and go and look at the plan. Um, residential things change a lot. You run into, you know, things that you can't do or you can do or things that the engineer or the architect forgot to put on uh, the plan. So you have to make sure that you still pass code to do it. Um, so that's just really the difference between commercial and, and uh, residential. A lot of guys that do commercial hate residential. A lot of guys that do residential hate commercial on the construction side, at least. Um, the the uh, commercial guys do a lot more with pipe and pulling wire through pipe and stuff like that. Um, it's just really the types of materials and how the work is done that's that's vastly different. Um, industrial construction's uh, a lot different. It's really it's like commercial construction in that you're dealing with you know big metal materials and you're having to do with rigid pipe and you're like hand threading pipe and um, things have to be very very precise still you have a bunch of equipment that has to be lined out sometimes you have an assembly line and you have to spec these certain motors and transformers and then you've got um, motor control cabinets that you know all these different like relays and switches and stuff and all of them have these processes so that motor a will only work if motor b is working and if motor b is not working then motor a cannot work you know and so there's some logic and some programming and thinking about 
how everything has to work for a factory or a plant to work. And a lot of times you're dealing with really, really big equipment. I mean, like saws, you know, like 50 horsepower um, lifts and like just huge machinery. And so if you get something wrong, it can be pretty catastrophic and you can burn up a motor that costs like $20,000, you know? So um, I think industrial construction is really cool. It's a lot of it's dirty work, especially if you're doing like concrete plants and things like that. Um, but the kinds of stuff that you're doing just feel more important, I guess, you know, like, um, there's just a sense of like really having to get things right. Those are like the, the, the three main categories within the construction field. So now if you take those same three and you go into the service, you know, there's a residential service, residential service is going into people's houses and figuring out why, you know, they're, they're panel keeps tripping a breaker every time they, you know, plug their, uh, space heater in, you know, or plug seven space heaters in, in one room. Um, but the, it's dealing with having to go up in an attic and there's insulation in an attic. And sometimes you got houses that were like wired in the sixties and seventies and the insulation's fucking old and you got like asbestos, nasty fiberglass insulation. Um, or you're like going under a house if it's a pier and beam home. So you're like in the wet mud trying to, you know, do stuff. So just the service work behind doing a, a residential um, service application can suck sometimes. Plus you're having to fish down walls and like depending on what height the ceilings are, there could be fire blocking in the wall. So you can't get a wire through without cutting sheetrock and nobody wants you to cut fucking sheetrock in their house. You know, like nobody wants to repaint a wall. So you have to, you have to kind of have a mind for how houses are built uh, to do residential construction, but it's, you know, it's still fun. There's guys that that's all they do and they know houses really well and they love working in houses. Um, next segment would be commercial service where you're talking about, you know, like going into, uh, Michaels or Hobby Lobby or Walmart or Jiffy Lube or dentist office or something like that. All of these places are existing. They have customers in them and they want you to fix stuff so that they can continue to have customers in them. A lot of what you do as a commercial service guy is go in and change bulbs and ballasts in places, you know, like you go to a Hobby Lobby and there's like, there's like 400, uh, T8, lights up in the ceiling and there's like 15 of them that uh, are just not working and then there's like 38 bulbs not working and so you just spend your whole day pushing a shopping cart around with light bulbs and ballasts in it and you're sitting there changing lights and ballasts out there's a lot of that um, there's also things like you know their lighting control system will stop working their parking lot lights will will stop and you got to figure out like why the control circuit is working the way that it's working and replace stuff with commercial service there's going to be a lot of 24-hour emergency work most of the service companies around that do commercial have some sort of um, 24-hour emergency thing and so um, when I was doing it I had a company phone and I'd get a call at two o'clock in the morning and have to figure out what to do with my kid I was a single dad um, but I had to like go drive two hours away to tell somebody that they had a fucking light switch over in the corner that they didn't realize they had and that's why their lights weren't on you know or sometimes it's pretty catastrophic you know like we've had like a 400 amp breaker just melt you know and just blow up and um so like they call and you know the entire department stores down they've got all this food and produce and stuff and it's going to go bad within a certain amount of time so they bring all these like refrigeration trucks in and they start throwing all of their fucking meat and everything that could go bad into that thing to keep it cool and while you're there on site they want to fucking answer now you know like they want you to fix that problem 
which is cool because there's some supply houses too that offer that same 24-hour service for those guys. You can call them and say, hey man, I need this really obscure fucking part. Can you make this happen right now? And most of the times they will, but it's just like, it's a hurry up, you know, like like it, things are, are catastrophic and they need to be back up and going. So that was really cool. I actually did like, uh, like doing that stuff. I got to go to some, you know, industrial places and things like that where like a motor stopped working um, and we'd have to get a new one pretty quick because they're losing like millions of dollars in production where they're not getting all of their material out. Um, and then that brings us into the industrial service, which industrial service, there's some 24 hour stuff too. Not as much. Um, a lot of industrial places have electricians on site or they have, um, the same companies that they use over and over because those guys know, you know, the logic, they know all of the VFDs and the PLCs, they know the programming, they know what's going on in these places. But, you know, you sometimes you'll get called out to somewhere that, that, um, it's a, a whole new thing. So there's a lot of higher level knowledge is what I call it. That has to happen in uh, an industrial environment. And I think industrial electricians are fantastic electricians because they just have to know, so much about how all of this stuff works and they, they, they deal with really expensive things and they have to know a lot of theory. They have to know a lot of code and they have to keep really big shit working all the time. And it's not just like, Hey, there's a motor boom. And that's it. It's like, there's a motor that's controlled by another motor that generates power to this lift. And there's all these different limit switches so that if product hits this thing, then it's got to switch over to this line. And you know, like there's just, there's a lot more to it. And industrial is a lot of fun. Industrial service work. I feel like between commercial and industrial service work, I think some of the best electricians are produced out of those because they just come across so much shit all the time. The downside of being a service electrician is that every day is problems. You're walking into a fucked up situation almost every single day. You're having to figure out a solution to a problem. Some of the problems are really shitty and these people want this shit fixed now. And uh, so it can be, it can be some fuckery sometimes. Um, most of the time with, with uh, construction, you're just doing the same thing in, you know, day in and day out. You show up, you do as much work as you can do in a day. You're pumping, you know, you're like, you're working fast. Whereas like service work, you're working slow, you know, like you're really trying to diagnose a problem and figure out the smartest way to do this. And, um, but it's flip flop for both of those two, you know, like if you're in a, a massive custom home, you don't want to necessarily be humping all the time. Sometimes you want to be like slow and methodical and think about where everything's going and do things extremely neat. So when the guys come out to install all the devices, like they have an easier time at their job. And sometimes with service, like you're in a fucking hurry and you just got to bang shit together. But I think, you know, all six of those options are all options that every electrician should try to get into. I think that if, you know, if you're going to do this for a career, why not get into all of it? I mean, I've messed with solar. I've messed with, um, you know, automotive wiring, like all of it really interests me. But as far as like electrical doing this every day, I love construction and I love service. I love both of them. I like, I'm an artist. So I, I like the craftsman side of, um, doing the construction. And I like, you know, dealing with lighting controls and, you know, putting an iPad on a wall and being able to dim your lights or take, you know, pick your phone up and, and, uh, giving somebody a new technology like that when they move into their house and be like, all you got to do is take your phone and do this, 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 and this, you know, and you're, you can see your cameras outside will pick people up, you know, when they come up to the front door or, you know, if you're 
not at home and you're driving down the road and you want to turn your heater on so that the house is hot when you're when you get home you know like just cool shit like that that's coming out in the, the residential uh construction side um i still like sizing transformers and putting things up in commercial buildings you know working on 480 and 277 and um i love all of it man i really love all of it so um I guess choose wisely. I've had some comments recently. People have, have said like, which segment should I go into? You know, like I've been thinking about being an electrician, but I don't know what companies I want to go to because these guys do residential, but these guys do industrial service. And I say, just fucking pick one and go and work it for a few years and then pick another one and go or not. You know, you may just fall in love with what you're doing and you may have a boss that you would go to war for and he's a great person or she's a great person and uh you just want to stick with them that's cool too but there's so much out there man there's so much shit to come across and i think to be a well-rounded electrician and be really really fucking good you got to do it all um so that's my piece guys have a great day and i will see you in the next episode Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> so uh, just before you leave, I wanted to tell you about our memberships. We have a membership-based subscription model on electricianu.com. So what we're trying to do is just pack as much value and content in people's faces and cram it into your head as possible. Uh, some of you out there like me are super nerdy and you're just always searching for new articles and books and podcasts and you know everything. So what we've done is we've kind of combined all of our offerings, everything that we make and put it together. And rather than charging for every single individual thing, uh, like some people just might want a practice exam. That's all they care about. But people that want everything, they want all the practice exams. They want their continuing education. They want live instruction. They want premium content that's extra that nobody else gets to. And they want it all included rather than having to buy it for, you know, individually. We do that for our members. There's also a newsletter that we put together. I write a bunch of articles. Our instructors write articles. We get a whole bunch of people to put together information and, and it's in all in written form and it's delivered kind of like a magazine but instead of coming in the mail it's coming to your inbox so you can just click on it and read and go read full articles um, so there's tons of value packed into it we're really passionate about it so uh, hopefully I will see you in the members area go to electricianu.com to sign up or you can click the little link in the show notes